It's Friday, and welcome to the Kelly Women Podcast. On today's episode, we interview Emily Fossey, Senior Technology Recruiter at Logisolve Consulting. Coming up next. Emily Fossey, we are ready to go on the Kelly Willen Podcast. How are you this morning? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. You know, Emily, all of us get a lot of emails and calls and LinkedIn messages from recruiters. In today's world as a recruiter, how, how do you stand out in that world where there's so much competition? You know, for what I always recommend to people when I'm talking, whether they're somebody in my network or not in my network, I always let them know um, to look for a recruiter who is fully looking to understand you and what you are looking for. Um, somebody who's looking to partner with you um, throughout the process, right? And is also going to provide honest and timely, transparent you know, information and feedback along the way. Um, so a recruiter should be an extension of your search um, and want to generally help you and not complicate the process. How many times will you reach out to a person before you just give up on them? Will you will you reach out, you know, multiple times, three times or five times if you think there's someone you want to get in touch with? Yep. So I'll reach out. I'm I'm pretty persistent and I think that's um a quality that, that probably makes me a good recruiter and anyone out there. I think we've, you know, you learn along the way um how to, you know, stand out and um, my thing is I will always try and uh, find a common ground. So hopefully you know, call them right away. Um, if, if I don't have access to their phone number, reach out on LinkedIn and really try and personalize the message. So not have it be so again, transactional and, and about me and my need, you know, kind of highlighting, um, whether it's a college, you know, connection we have or friend connection or, um, something which I think helps, um, get them to want to respond because they feel that you're generally trying to get to know them. And, um, always have that approach where, you know, let's just connect. You've been in the industry a long time. Um, so try and really make it about um, a warm introduction opposed to more transactional. What's the weirdest thing someone has has said to you or the meanest thing? You know, we they read mean tweets on, mean. Yeah. on late night shows these days. Have you ever had anybody respond with something mean or has there been anything weird people responded with that sticks out to you? You know, it's funny. I had to think about that. And I'm like, wow, I've been doing this a long time. You think I would have a lot of options to choose from, but I don't know if I've just been fortunate along the way. Um, not so much mean, but I would say, and this happened probably 25 years ago. So I, it still kind of sticks with me. Um, one of the weirdest, you know, interactions or situations I had was, uh, individual was heading over to one of our clients for an interview, um, and no showed and, obviously uh, not good. So continued to follow up and uh, was not expecting the response I got, which was he was en route um, to the client and was transporting snakes in his back seat. And the snakes got loose and the rest is history. So he obviously panicked and had to deal with that. So um, was not expecting that, um, especially with, you know, the IT industry, right? So that's going to be be a unique, yeah, that's going to be like a a yes or a no from a culture fit perspective. Exactly, if you're the kind of exactly. if you're the kind of person who who does a lot of work with snakes, yes. I'm guessing that's going to be that's going to be very appealing or very <laughs> um, <laughs> off putting for who's ever doing the the interviewing. Yeah. Um, how, how often does that happen? And in, in today's, I, I'm always a little surprised that you hear about candidates not showing up for interviews or not making calls. How, how often does that happen in your, in your world where people don't end up making 
the interview? Yep. I think it's, it's definitely decreased. And I think it, it's helped with um, the social media platforms, um, you know, whether it's LinkedIn or just the connections, right? So I think people know now that um, while it's a large, you know, IT network, or obviously Minneapolis is a large uh, market in general, there's, you know, people know people, right? So I think people understand um, if they want to be progressive in their career, they have to be reputable. And um, I always let people know if anything changes, even if it's, you know, within minutes before the interview, um, just give us a call and give us that respect um, so we can give it back to our client, right? So just really along the way, getting them to understand um, the impact um, of no showing and not communicating um, impacts our relationships and our reputation. So kind of setting those expectations. And I think that goes um, along the way through the vetting process that if people can't commit to that, um, you know, we kind of move on to the next candidate, right? So, so we're fortunate right. it's, it's far and few um, just because I think of our, our vetting process and just they know the impact it will have um, is is greater. So, we're we're on an audio format only with this podcast. But in general, in your world today, how often is video part of what you're using to to talk with people? Video is key, and it's interesting. Uh, before the pandemic, we focused a lot on meeting people in person um, and kind of you know somewhat delaying the process if they weren't able to meet with us in person and. Even though we had the video capability um, at our fingertips, we just um, didn't use it. But we have incorporated it into our process now. And I think it really helps, um, you know, get that connection going early on, right? So taking that extra step to, you know, get to know somebody um, and just have that face-to-face time, I think really accelerates that relationship and that commitment and that trust. And people really appreciate it. So um, I we use it all the time, which... Like I said, crazy that we didn't access it as much as we do now prior to um, the last couple of years because we had access to it, but we've incorporated it in. I think people appreciate it. What impresses you about a candidate when you're talking to them? Is there anything that they can do when they're talking with a recruiter that will help them stand out as an exceptional potential option? Yeah, no, good question. Um, I think people that are just, you know, genuine, um, people that, um, are honest and trustworthy. So just really looking, um, for people that, you know, are wanting to provide this, you know, wanting to create this partnership and, and, you know, even beyond kind of the the workplace, right? So wanting to get to know myself and get to know my company and really, you know, partner with us along the way and um, not looking for just this transaction, right? Just looking for, you know, can you get me a job? Um, so people that really, you know, open up and align with kind of, you know, my personal values, which align with, with, you know, Logisol, right? So I think people that, um, you know, show a different side of them just outside of, you know, the work side, right? So I think allowing us to, you know, get to know them, um, allows us to, you know, provide opportunities to them that, that best align with, you know, not so much like you know, their technical fit, but also their, you know, interpersonal skills as well and, and kind of what's going to make them, you know, thrive in that culture as well as their career. How much, following up on that, how, how important is cultural fit versus having, you know, a checkbox of, oh, here's all the technologies that we the, we want you to use. When you're weighing that, how do you, how do you go through that analysis of culture and personality and communication versus the checkbox of here are the technologies that 
you know, we, the client, our end client wants a person to have, how, how do you do that analysis? Yeah, I think the, you know, we spend a lot of time um, when we're vetting out candidates and having conversations with them on that culture, interpersonal skills, personality, because I think it's key, um, whether you're looking to be a consultant or a full-time person, um, really getting to know them um, because, again, they're going to be representing us, right? So we, we vet that out um, to ensure, again, that they align with, you know, who we are as a company, who I am as a person, right, because they're, you know, representing me. Um, and making sure that they are going to, you know, fit into um, not only our company, but also our clients across the board. So not looking for just this one transactional, um, you know, placement, looking for somebody that we can, you know, remarket and build a long lasting um, professional relationship with. So we spend a lot of, a lot of time on that, um, as do our clients, right? So I think clients have also shifted to um, the perfect resume, right? So they, they want to make sure that, um, somebody's going to fit their culture, going to have that collaboration, kind of that team dynamics, because if, if they don't, even though they have this perfect technical background, it's going to be disruptive to the team, the company, and the project, right? So um, our clients have also shifted to that because technical, technical skills, you can teach somebody. Um, you can't teach somebody interpersonal and communication skills. So we've, we've put a lot of emphasis on that and have seen our clients align with that approach as well, which has been great. How, how much do you stay involved with, <laughs> if you really like a candidate, with with your sales team and with the end client to to convince them that, hey, this candidate may not have all the technologies, but listen, I've talked to them. They're, they're an exceptional cultural fit. They, they're ready to learn. They're willing to learn. They're a good team player. Will, will, will you go out of your way behind the scenes for candidates if they have that side to them? Absolutely. Um, cause I think again, you know, certain skills, um, can be learned. Um, and at the end of the day, um, I feel finding top performers that have, you know, great consultative skills, communication, interpersonal skills. Um, if I feel passionate enough about that individual, um, and that, that team culture, I will definitely push that. And also, you know, we'll go above and beyond to try and figure out, um, you know, who have you worked with? So kind of doing back doors and, and figuring out um, what I can use in addition to just my, you know, passion or my opinions. So making sure, um, you know, doing backdoor references and having them assist me with, you know, any, you know, additional information we can provide to get that candidate in, in front of the client. And more than not, um, we've won and the client has been you know, pleasantly surprised with with um, that individual, right? Because again, it goes back to um, can this person come in and be an impact in your culture and obviously help the project, but you know, good people are hard to find, right? And so um, if I feel passionate about somebody, I definitely will um, ensure at least we get them in front of the client and then let the client make that, that decision, right? Uh, whether it's for that position or another position, but doing that introduction, um, I think goes a long ways. What about for when you're hiring a, a recruiter to your team, maybe someone who doesn't have experience in the in the technology industry or they're just getting into their careers? What are you looking for 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 a recruiter to add to your team? I look for people who have um, strong you know interpersonal customer service skills, um, someone who thrives on you know a challenge and has that competitive drive. Um, also, excellent, um, you know, time management and organizational skills. Um, 
is kind of what, what I feel makes, you know, a good recruiter. So having that foundation, I think you can build on obviously the, the technical aspect and the, and the recruiting day-to-day skills, but um, certain things like that, you know, in terms of, like I said, interpersonal skills, communication, things like that, it's hard to teach that, right? So looking for somebody that, that comes with that, that um, foundation to build off of. Emily Fossey, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. You've got so much great information. Thanks for your time. Everybody, thanks for listening to the Kelly Winland Podcast. Have a great Friday and weekend. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Emily. That was awesome. All right. Thank you. Yeah, talk to you later. All right. See you. Bye. Yeah, bye.